Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, I'd say this. Uh, Hassan, obviously, unbelievable player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, local kid. Great success story. Camden, Temple, Philly. Um, love having Hassan. I think that, you know, anything that you're trying to do, um, you're trying to blend, obviously, what you're trying to do this year and, and how you're going to look in the future. And I think that's the hardest job. But... Um, certainly, you know, don't want to get into any specifics with any conversations with players, but have tremendous respect for the player and the person. Howie Roseman yesterday on Hassan Reddick. Welcome back to the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. Should the Eagles go all in in free agency? I think they should here with extra cap space, a lot of holes to fill on defense, and trying to continue to a, a window to try to win a championship. Hugh says, no, they got to go young. You let the young guys play. But Hugh, one of the guys that's already here that might not be here. Hassan Reddick. So there was Howie yesterday. First question about Reddick. And listen to his answer on this because this was really telling to me. Ask what's the best case scenario on the Reddick thing. Here's how Howie responded. I think honest communication is the best case scenario with all your players and understanding um, where you stand and not having, not being afraid to have open doors of communication and hearing where they feel and where we feel. When the question is what's the best case scenario and you don't say Hassan Reddick in an Eagles uniform getting a bunch of sacks. My eyebrow is raised. What's going on here? Well, this is the fluid situation. They're, they're trying to, to hammer out something, but it doesn't sound like it's going well. That's, that's kind of what I got from it because you're trying to be respectful to the position of he's not, you know, he's not, a, he's not happy right now. I guess that's the best way to describe it, and you're still trying to communicate it, and it's not – you're you're still you're still off. Yeah, a little it, bit. My gut feeling after listening to Howie yesterday is he's not going to be here. I, oh, I, I've no. kind of felt this. We, you and I have agreed on this year that it feels like this is trending in a way that he's not going to be on this team because it struck me yesterday that n- neither he nor Sirianni, when asked about it, they could have said one very simple. It's a fact they could have said they could have said Hassan is under contract, which he is. Like it's not like he's a free agent. They don't have to do anything. Obviously, you know he could hold out and all that. But neither of them said, well, Hassan's an eagle. He's under contract. We're looking forward to having him on the team. That wasn't what anybody said yesterday. No, and because I, I think that I think there's a lot in play here. Like, one thing that a defensive coordinator does when he, when he gets here is he looks at all the film. So it could be a situation, and I'm speculating here. That, that's what we do in the show. We speculate. Yes, we do. We speculate a lot. Careful speculating, now. <laughs> speculating that uh, maybe Coach Fangio's looking at it and say, hey, if he's here, it's great, but if he's not, I'm okay with that too. Might be one of those situations. Yeah, and he could be leaving this one up to Howie Roseman and how he wants to maneuver the cap. Do they want to give him a new contract? 215-592-9494. Gut feeling right now after yesterday, after the past couple of weeks, obviously this all started, what, Super Bowl Sunday, I think, when we got the first report that Reddick was allowed to seek a trade. I don't think he's coming back here. I, I, that struck – Kyle, I just was surprised that neither of them said, hey, he's under con- – like, best-case scenario, wouldn't the answer be Hassan Reddick helps us win football games next year? He's an eagle. Yeah, but uh, so I guess I got a little bit of a different read on it than you guys. It, it sounded to me more like just standard GM-speak posturing, like 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much leverage there is to be lost, but if you like, if you put that out there, one, you're going to make yourself look like an idiot if you do have to end up trading him and he doesn't want to be back, right? Like, so you almost have to, like, you can't be too giddy or too, like, desperate publicly about retaining Hassan Reddick. I, I just, I, I didn't really get a takeaway that it was either good or bad what Howie was saying there. I think those were kind of the answers that he was, he had to give in that, in that situation. Like, he can't say that we're feeling uh, closer to making a deal or we're feeling further from making a deal. Like, yeah, I don't think you can really ever put that out there as a general manager. So I guess the meter didn't really move for me one way or the other, hearing him talk about Hassan Reddick yesterday. And I still think they're going to find a way to make it work. He's well, be optimistic he is. Yeah, Kyle doesn't want to let go of Reddick. I understand yeah, that. And if the Eagles' objective is to win the Super Bowl next year, then Reddick's the best option. Yeah. I mean, like, otherwise they have to replace that position too. Right. Unless, you know, we're going with the Hugh Douglas plan of playing all the young guys. and Nolan, play the young guys. Nolan Smith gets all the snaps next He's year. He's an idiot. <laughs> that filler tech. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've been that one was person. strong. That that one that one hit a little bit. All right, 215-592-9494. All in on free agency. Or do you want to go the Hugh Douglas route? No, uh, no, he's an idiot needed there. Go young. <laughs> You're not the only one. I just think most people are in the camp of spend that money, Howie. I'm not worried about young and draft picks. I'm worried about putting the best towel on the field. Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will? Good morning, gentlemen. What's Good up, morning, man? Will. All right, man. Listen, when I was listening to Seriani's speech yesterday, right, the only thing I could think about is sitting at a, at a blackjack table, <laughs> double down, triple down. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You got to come better than that. And my thing is, one thing I could say, if there's no leadership or, or, or you know, if, if you don't have no leadership in the locker room and no, no structure – how do you expect us to get better? You can't talk. I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody how to talk. But as far as getting these men ready, motivating them for the next season, which is going to be one of the hardest seasons that we played since we've been together, it's going to be a tough year. And that's what they need to start getting these guys ready for, mentally first. Physically, that comes next. But the whole thing is, even with – um. With, with the, when you look at the playoffs, right, you had a lot of teams in the playoffs that had all the way strong, powerful runners. And just like with Kansas City, you, and I wanted to ask you and whoever, do you think Kansas City would have been as good as they was without Plachenko? Yeah, he ran that ball hard. He ran hard, That's, man. that's what I'm talking about. And that's hard. what we've been missing for the last couple of you gotta seasons. You got to have some balance, man. man. You got to have some balance. Yeah, you gotta have balance, but but the whole thing is, without that run, there will be no balance. You know what I'm no, saying? No, that, that's, that's what. I, yeah, I'm I'm with you. That that balance and, running running definitely balances everything. Definitely right, and and that's the only thing I'm saying. And the reason why I keep saying this, man, I really believe that Derrick Henry is the perfect fit for us. The, I mean, far as the offense. Now, whatever they're going to do on the defense, let them do. But get Derrick Henry here, man. Keep Swift. Them two, light, thunder and lightning, man. I see it. And I believe these two is going to be one of the keys. And also, um, um, put the 12 personnel in, man. Give give uh, Jalen some 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 uh, blocking, man. Give him a little bit more time in the pocket. Like, start introducing all these things. 
It stopped being one-dimensional. So it's interesting you brought up the 12 personnel thing because Kellen Moore does that more than most coordinators. I think I saw the Chargers were eighth in the NFL last year and two tight ends. So we might see – I mean, they could get another tight end. We could see more of that stuff. Will, man, we appreciate the phone call. Will is our official Derek. Go get Derek Henry guy. I mean, he's he's on that train. I would probably go Saquon Barkley a little bit. Is that going to be your back? There's a I, lot I would, out yeah, there. It was, it's, man, there's a lot of backs out there. And, and, and you know what's funny when I'm looking at the list of backs – all their numbers kind of skew the same. You know, you're talking about uh, Saquon Barkley's at the top of the list, Josh Jacob, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard. Like, they all had, like, rushing yards around the same this year. I, it's probably the biggest group of star running backs I've ever seen at the market at the same time. Yeah. Which, yeah. which probably will you know, lead to their, num- their salaries not being as high. It, it may give the Eagles an opportunity to go in and get one of these guys. 215-592-9494. Should the Eagles go all in in free agency? Howie yesterday talking about the cap room, talking about the idea of, you know, he didn't do a good enough job last year. And I, I point back to this defense. The offense is mostly in place. They're, you know, look, if Kelsey retires, they're going to have to find a replacement, whether it be guard or center, depending on what they do with Jurgens. That's one thing. They, they mostly have the offense settled. The defense. Let me ask you this: Hugh, are you comfortable with these? All these guys starting? I want to just. I'm gonna. I kind of wrote down a little list here. Ricks, Ringo, Carter, Davis, Dean, Blankenship. Are you comfortable with all those guys starting? Ricks, Ringo at corner. Why you do it again, Joe? I heard you the first all right, time. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I, I want you to picture. No, because like Blankenship Nicole, at safety. Go ahead. Nicole Dean is my guy. But I don't know how healthy he's going to be. Now, Ricks and Ringo at corner, I'm okay with that. Okay. Blankenship at safety, probably not. So, All right, so safety you're not totally comfortable but, with. But, see, I'm willing to go into free agency. I don't need to get the highest pay. I don't need to get the top-tier guy. I need to get a guy that's good. Like, I'm, But I'm, I'm going to roll with these young cats. I don't need to get the first name that I see on the list of the top linebackers or the top safeties in the game. I don't need to do that. Or I'm willing to get, like, with that first pick in the draft, one of the linebackers, if if I decide to go that route, which I doubt that they do, or a safety, if which I doubt that they do as well. <laughs> yeah, that's not what they yeah, usually do. You know what I mean? But but what I'm saying is I'm willing to go with some young guys that I could groom into being exactly what I want them to be. See, the difference between you and I is when we go to the top 100 list on free agency, you scroll to the bottom. I go well, right I go, to the top. I, I go to the middle. The middle? Right? Probably the middle because I'm – I do understand that there are some financial ramifications here. I do. I do. Well, of course. Yeah. And, and here's the thing that's interesting about this that wasn't maybe so a couple weeks ago. They have more money than we thought they would. Yeah. The whole NFL does. It's, it, the cap has jumped at a, a bigger rate than I think the whole NFL anticipated. 215-592-9494 to hop in. Should the Eagles go all in in free agency? Howie yesterday really hinting to the idea of they're going to be smart. They might play the young guys, but he did mention they made mistakes last year. And I think he was talking about letting – established defensive players go. You know, this would be a different story if T.J. Edwards was re-signed. It'd be a different story if Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was re-signed, but they made the choices last year to let those guys go. Let's go to O.G. Wade, who is in Chester. What's up, O.G.? O.G. What's up, what's up, fellas? How we doing today? Hey, what's O.G., what are you thinking? Um, I'm with I'm with you on this one, man. Um, I believe, this is what I believe, uh, Jay. The last two years, right, we've had luxury picks. We had no real need. You know what I'm saying? We were successful. Mm-hmm. So how we made those picks with in Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, uh, Nolan Smith, you know what I'm saying? So now you don't you don't go into drafts picking these guys and then don't give them opportunities to play. 
The reason why you draft guys first round, second round, is to play them. So now that you've actually, you know, kind of went into your, your, your bank, meaning you had a bad season, you've got to push those chips forward and call on those luxury things that you was able to put on the show. Now is the time to use them. I understand what you're saying in terms of you want to see guys that it's like you 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 want to see guys that you with your own eyes you seen play with other teams. But what in the position that Howie's in and where we are right now is that we have to go off of like what are we what are these guys projected to do? So in order for you to know if you made good picks or bad picks, you got to let the guys play. I, I don't like people downgrading Howie in terms of a GM in the draft. How we drafted Jordan Malata, Cam Jurgens, uh, Landon Dickerson, Jalen Hurts, uh, Devonta Smith. We ain't talking about all his hits. We're talking about the misses. I don't know that there's another GM in the NFL right now, and I'm sure there is, that has more players playing on their offensive and defensive side of the ball as Howie Roseman do here with the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm not saying that he's the best. I'm just saying let's stop acting like, he ain't made, he ain't did no right. You know what I'm saying? He's done some things right. We have to, I, I, I believe that if our defense had an identity, if our offense had an identity last year, we would have finished 14-3. and three. The whole reason we sit where we are right now is because Nick Sirianni, and I told Cal this, is going to talk himself out of a job. He did not have to change the damn offense. You already knew you were going to struggle the one constant thing you had was the offense, and you changed it. That, that hurts, man. That hurts. Well, there was a lot of upheaval, right? Two new coordinators. Things were different. And, and OG, I hear your point on they've got a lot of young guys, and Hughes made the point. they got to figure it out. But, OG, here's what I'll say. If they're linemen, I trust Howie. I trust him, right? Carter, even Davis, Jurgens, Mylotta. He's good at that. He finds linemen. But, I, OG, it scares me. In the NFC East, CeeDee Lamb, I mean, there's good. The commanders have good receivers. Love a new quarterback. If we're mm-hmm. playing these young corners, I mean, if they're bad, it could torpedo the season. I don't know if they could play yet. Well, I think what has to happen at this point, Joe, is that you have to make sure that the front seven is solid. You know what I'm saying? If you can get Nolan Smith to put on about 15 this offseason, which is doable, and you can get Jordan Davis, actually, they should switch. Jordan Davis dropped 20. Nolan put on 20. He'll give it to Nolan. Got- He'll just give it to him. Yeah, and you're solid right there. What you have to do is you got to go out. Our, our linebackers was hurt. We getting these guys off the street last year. You know what I mean? So that hurt us tremendously because when you start going to the street and pulling guys off the couch, you really ain't going to be that successful. I mean, you would hope that you could. You're praying that you could. But when you got to go to the, to the couches and off the streets because of injuries, that's the biggest thing. So that could have happened with even with C.J., and with uh, um, uh, what's the name, the linebacker we let go to Chicago, they could have got hurt. It yeah. would have been the same thing. Well, I pray it would have been. Yeah, they lost a lot of guys. I mean, they did, especially at yeah. linebacker. OG, we appreciate it. So OG brought up there, Hugh, the Nolan Smith thing, putting on a little weight. I, I think Nolan Smith and what they think of him and what he might be might be the key to this whole thing because they did draft him the first round. Yes. there were. I remember last year when we did our, our daily mock drafts, a lot of – Days we did that, Hugh, he was mocked to be a top 10 pick. Now, he ended up 30, right? The Eagles took him with the 30th pick, and I think we all felt like they, they kind of got a steal there. How how ready is Nolan Smith? And only the Eagles know this, Hugh. We don't know, right? We're just we're not in the building every day. They're mm-hmm. watching him work out. They're watching him watch film and all that kind of stuff. 
how ready he is to be a guy that can really get after the quarterback is is a key to everything. Yeah, he needs to be taught, man. And he needs to be willing to be taught. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, I saw flashes, like, of his speed off the corner. Mm-hmm. He got some speed. He just needs to understand spatial awareness. I guess that's the word that I would I would use in a situation like this. Because a lot of times he would run in that man and he wouldn't use his hands and he would get hurt. Like, one play I saw him running in and I, was, and I tweeted out that somebody needs to teach him how to tackle before he hurts himself which is kind of weird coming from where he came from. But I feel like there's enough there where his, his athleticism will benefit him tremendously, especially when you talk about just letting him come off the corner and, and being able to be aware of what's going on and teaching him the, the uh, intricacies of, of what the offense is trying to do and just letting him be disruptive. I think he can do that. You know, granted, he's going to have to put some other players around him that helps him uh, allow him to, to be that aggressive. But I think there's something there. But to me, the way that you fix this defense is, number one, you let the young guys play and you teach them. Like, this team was not like, man, I can't stress this enough. I couldn't believe watching what I watched out there from those veteran guys, how disjointed and 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 not coached up that they looked. Like, it was ridiculous on a week-to-week basis, Watching especially you towards the end. Rewatch some of the games in here during our show. It was so similar to during the uh, the playoff game. What was it? I guess it was the Manning cast. Ray Lewis was on. And he had the same reaction you did. Like, what am I watching here? What are these yeah, guys it, doing? It, it, it was, man, it was – because you know, like, like it's like, a, it's like a, 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 a ballet or it's like a line dance, if you will, where – Certain guys, when you see certain guys move up, you see certain guys move back. I'm talking about secondary players. And then you see the fluidity of guys dropping back into coverage, carrying guys through certain certain parts of the field and things of that nature. And to see guys running around and like, oop, my bad. Like it was it was like if you could if I could like had a, a soundtrack of what was being said in that back end, it was a lot of oh ish, my bad. Oh, my bad. I missed that one. Circus you know music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it was bananas. Glad I cleaned it up pretty good. For oh, that was that sounded good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was bad, man. It was it was bad. And that was every week. And then it, it to add insult to injury to me when Bradbury came out and was like, No, well, you know, it did start coming out reports that guys didn't like the game plan. And 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 before that happened, the game plan didn't look that bad to me. Now the defense wasn't that dynamic. I, I give you that, but they looked more co- cohesive in the beginning. But when it started being like Ray Bradbury talking about not Bradbury, uh, Bayard, Bayard. Bayard, yeah, Bayard. When he started talking about hey, I'm gonna do my own thing, then that's when the wheels started to fall off the wagon. And guys were open by, I mean, miles. Mile. Some of those Bucks receivers in the playoff game. Yeah, it was. It I was mean, wild. you could have pulled out any college or high school quarterback. They would have made some of those throws. Baker made in that game because the guys were open by 20 yards. It, it was remarkable. 215-592-9494. Spend that money is how the Eagles should approach it. They've got a lot more than we anticipated. There's big-time defensive free agents. I understand the idea of a culture and trying to set something up where young guys kind of develop, and that's wonderful. But I need to win football games next year. If the Eagles' goal is to win the Super Bowl, I want to spend to do it this offseason. Anthony is up next on WIPA. Anthony? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's, what's up, up buddy? What are you thinking today? 
And man, you know, um, I'm thinking we need to spend that money. Come on, and and Hugh, let, let me, you know, in the words of the big fella himself, when it comes to playing them young dudes, man, that dog ain't gonna hunt. And you know, <laughs> oh, he took it. He <laughs> used your own line ain't on you. Gonna hunt, and you know that. Come on, Hugh. It's I mean, how, how do we know? Like seriously, though, pay, and I'm gonna let you talk. How do we know that though? All right, well, I give you. you, you I right, I'll let you know. Okay, so I'll tell you exactly what you get when you don't spend the money when you had to spend the money on them big dogs and put them in position and you let the young guys play, what you're going to get is the 2023 season all over again, but you might not see 11 wins this time around. That's what you're going to get. Anthony, to I, I tend to agree with you on this. I, I think if, if they don't do much, if they don't add much in terms of talent, I, I think it's like an eight-win team. I, I think they've got a lot of work to do to get where they want to go. Okay, so the young guys, they are super important, but think about the benefit of going out there spending that money and getting some big dogs in here around these guys. They are the guys that's coming from winning cultures, and they used to winning championships on top of championships, but they now they're in different orders now. They're in the NFL. So think about the benefit that they would get having those, those, those superstars to look at at those practices. You know, Brady sat behind Bledsoe. Terrell Suggs sat and watched Ray Lewis play. You could ask Lane Johnson himself the effect that Jason Peters had on him. So you need them big dogs in the room, so they can do those practices, them, them, them two day, them things, they, they, those moments that's vital to help them young dudes to really latch on to what it's like to get in this NFL and 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 to win. We got to spend that money because the way the NFL moving today, the ones that we, you, the people we got to compete with when the season start to get tight and things start to get, come on, we need some big dogs in there. We and you know that you. The big nah, dogs teach the little dogs how to hunt. Nah, how about that? I mean, Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs play two different positions. And to your point about the big dog, how do we know these young cats don't play, can't play if we don't give them a chance to play? And, and I think the one thing that you're missing is this. The guys that we... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Had, like, we, we had no direction on the team. Now, we were devoid of talent. No question about that. But we were also devoid of direction. Now, you, there's a lot of times that if you have a, a plan and direction that it can cover up a lot of things that you don't have like athleticism. I think some of these corners, young corners, and and these young players that we have, I think that they can play because they flashed. Like, Keely Ringo, to me, flashed. Eli Ricks, to me, flashed in times when they did have to play. So what you do is now you nurture, you cultivate cultivate that. That's just like a teacher, man. When she's teaching a student how to play the violin or, or, or consonant constructor or conductor or whatever, teaching somebody how to play an instrument. You got to nurture that. And you got to show them what to do. I'm imagining now Fangio as a, a conductor. But uh, that's what he is, Joe. Like, like maestro. Well, that's what maestro. he is. That's what he is, Joe, because he's going to come in here. Like, I think people tend to forget that we're, we're, we're bringing Coach Fangio in here to do two things. Fix this defense and, and give us an identity mm-hmm. and fix the culture. But I want to help him by giving him good plays. No, that, and we can. Yeah. But 
what if we have some good players? Like, I, I can envision Coach Fangio coming in here right now and watching that film and saying, okay, he has something that I can work with, like some intangible. Like, the thing that we tend to forget about football players, like, you got to have athleticism, but you also got to be smart. Of course. And this team smart, wasn't man. smart last year. And it was <laughs> Joe, tell us, say it again. They weren't, they weren't smart. So, I'm like, I need to find out how coachable, number one, how coachable these young guys are. Now, I might be off base as far as some of them might not be coachable, but I think those young – I definitely wholeheartedly believe that those two young corners, I think they're coachable. I, you know what? I, I don't doubt they are, and, and I'm going to coach them to be backups, and I'm going to spend $100 million on another player. All right, 2 I did all that, and you still on that. 592, 94-94. Right back to the phone lines after the break. Open that wallet. Yes, the Eagles, Howie, Jeff, they should. Or – he wants to play the young Thundercats. Where do you come down? Reaction to what you heard yesterday, plus two things that were said yesterday at the Eagles press conference that I, I so hope that they're lying about. I am hoping to be lied to because this oh. better not be. All right, 215-592-949 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is not live in Pennsylvania as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today at New Year's to get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game